Chapter 1 A cat-sized rat scurried through the shadows several stories beneath an abandoned dome-shaped complex that sprawled over a space the size of half a dozen football fields a few hundred yards south of a shuttered California-Mexico border crossing. A large mirrored dome occupied the center beneath an overlying framework structure surrounded by eight smaller domes, each several stories high. Heavily armed sentries patrolled the perimeter. Five stories above the main atrium lobby behind a glass office wall in a private section of the complex known as North Tower, a nearly pristine, tastefully decorated office sat empty. A darkened group of eight 19-inch flat screens surrounded a 72-inch screen on one wall and two cushioned leather chairs sat on both sides of an expansive console that held a flat screen of its own. A large, dark-crusted oval stain and a number of smaller brown streaks and spatters covered an otherwise immaculate, thick, snow-white carpet. In every corner and vantage point of the entire complex, dormant video cameras sat motionless their glazed lenses empty and hollow-eyed. In another part of the labyrinth, red velvet ropes arrayed out from soaring archways, like four points of a five-point star from Storybook Kingdom. Images of the three bears, Sleeping Beauty, Rumpelstiltskin, and Hansel and Gretel smiled down from the darkened pastel-colored portals. Black velvet curtains hung beneath the image of a feather-capped musician parading in front of a long line of grinning rats at the fifth portal. The sign in front of it read, Pied Piper Closed Until Further Notice. Beneath the Hansel and Gretel portal, a moving walkway, now stilled, passed through a long, darkened tunnel lined with artificial trees and kaleidoscopic bunches of fake flowers, leading to a circular room with a domed ceiling. Row after row of man-sized, opalescent easter eggs reminiscent of space capsules faced the walkway from both sides. The front of each egg tilted back at an angle, open to reveal a contoured, padded recliner. Everything looked immaculate with the exception of one scorched and blackened capsule. Its gaping maw hung open, bloodied with jagged metal like shark's teeth. Extinguished Klieg lights surrounded it alongside scattered test equipment, probes, and wires that spilled from an open console as if its innards had been gutted by the ravenous shark. An elevator from the North Tower dropped to the curved subterranean corridor of Z-Level several stories below. Behind the mirrored glass of its inner wall, one bed sat by itself in the far corner of a large room with pastel-pink walls. Beside it, a U-shaped console held a bank of six monitors. A shadowy network of wires and tubes snaked out from receptacles throughout the room, twisting across the ceiling and down walls, dangling from brackets like remnants of an abandoned web. Beside the bed, a bundle of wires splayed across the floor alongside an IV tube. A congealed mass clumped at the tip of its bloodied needle. Dried cake frosting smeared a far wall. Below it, the smashed remains of the cake and its stained pink box sat in a disintegrating pile. Gobs of a thick, dried, brown and grey substance splattered the wall behind the bed and across the floor, centered on a wide, hardened black puddle. Beyond that ran the Hall of Dreams, 
a long, curving corridor lined with hundreds of framed color portraits of men and women of all ages who had been granted permadream happiness. The passageway circled the structure's inner circumference and entered the Gallery of Angels, where photos of children who dreamed away their final moments playing with friends, picnicking with parents, and riding glittering carousels in fanciful settings covered the walls. In the last section of corridor, a one-way floor-to-ceiling mirror served as the inner wall where an inactive keycard reader controlled a door marked Limited Access Area. On the other side of the wall, banks of lifeless consoles, panels, and workstations faced the glass for non-invasive scrutiny of a massive electronic command center. At the back of the room, a roped-off area in front of a blue velvet curtain, a red-lettered sign cautioned, no admittance. Behind that, in a silent, clean room, every terminal in the complex connected to the control room through a fiber-optic network that once kept tabs on such diversified tasks as patient monitoring, intravenous drug and nourishment delivery, facility temperature control, and video feeds from the cameras throughout the structure. At its very core, deep within the recesses of the black, velvety darkness, a red light throbbed bright, then dimmer in double pulses like the rhythm of a heartbeat.